Broads, I don't care if I'm in a sweatsuit, a pantsuit, or my birthday suit. The one thing you will never see me without is my jewelry. And not just <laughs> any jewelry, my jewelry from Majori. Because when it comes to fine jewelry for every day, they are the best. Got my favorite ring on right now. Ooh la la. Listen here, broads. Fine jewelry. Minus the markups. Handcrafted and ethically sourced. And made with all the best materials like sterling silver freshwater pearls and yes even ethically sourced diamonds. diamonds that's majority in a nutshell the pieces are absolutely incredible and they drop new collections every single monday that somehow all still go perfectly together i've been growing my majority collection for a while now and they all look like they were meant to be worn together in a happy family on my body which is exactly how i style them love that yes head to majority.com slash chatty for 10 percent off your first order that's m-e-j-u-r-i.com slash chatty for 10 percent off your first order. Broads, this episode is also brought to you by Jenny Kane. If you listen to us well at all, really, you already know how obsessed with this brand we are. Jenny Kane. Love you, Jenny. Love you, Jenny. Jenny Kane is the best of the best when it comes to closet staples that will last a lifetime. But did you also know they make premium pieces for your home? Mm. Signature furniture pieces, pillows and throws, candles and slippers, everything you need to bring a little bit of luxury into your everyday. We will circle back later in the show to tell you about the pieces we can't live without. And trust me, there are a ton broads. Find your forever pieces at JennyKane.com. Get 15% off your first order when you use code chatty at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com promo code chatty. Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hey, 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 it's Chatty Broads. <laughs> hey, 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 it's Chatty Broads. What if we hey. randomly decided to just change the intro song? How much would that mess with everyone's heads? Dude, when are we getting... Evan and Gray, we gotta make, we gotta get them in the studio. We gotta listen. Like, I'm hoping that ugh, I, I don't want to say that this uh, the episode that is coming out on Friday is going to have a new intro. No, that's because like a lot to I think that they've been a little busy. But there is an episode <laughs> coming out on Friday, and hopefully not this Friday, but by the next Chatty Bros episode, mm. the following one, there will be a spicy Chatty Bros intro. Which, by the way, tune in on Friday. The bros are going to be giving relationship advice to oh, the chatty broads. No, this not is gonna, us. You're gonna get <laughs> to my. The I was gonna say you're gonna get my boyfriend canceled again, guys. Just wait. He gives the worst advice, bro. People, Gray, <laughs> we've done this before. It'll be like it'll be like. What do you like? My my husband cheated on me, and like he keeps cheating on me, and like I just feel so sad. And Grayson will be like, "What the fuck are you doing, staying with him, you idiot? Buck <laughs> up and get have some self respect and leave." Like, that's the kind of advice that he gives. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, my Maybe God. Maybe we'll have them do intentionally bad advice. I've also realized, like, Gray is so performative. Like, he starts talking in hyperbole and, like, very much exaggeration when he's on the podcast. And with our therapist. We started going to a couple's therapist. Did you really? How's yes. it going? Uh, we've only been once. It was, it was actually really great the first time. It was awesome. But, like, he'll even exaggerate sometimes about, like, him being a piece of shit where he'll be like like he did this last time of like becca wants affection and i'll just tell her like no like no don't i can't, i don't want to touch you like stop you're bugging me or whatever yeah and like he doesn't do that <laughs> you're like and he was like, a therapist too he was like yeah like do you just like basically talking about like he's like yeah sometimes just like you know i'm mad at my kids because i can't whatever resentment stuff he's talking about and he was just like 
basically making himself himself sound like a shitty dad and to the therapist i was just like just so you know he's really exaggerating right now and i don't know why but like he is doesn't do this and he's actually really really good about all this do you know i wonder if it's a libra thing because i find myself doing that uh in therapy as well really i feel like i over exaggerate what a piece of shit i am in therapy (laughs) like i'll be telling the therapist what a terrible person i am and i'm like i actually think i'm kind of a nice person (laughs) yeah but i'll just be like oh my god the level of drama i bring to the table i'm so difficult i'm so whatever and kind of in the back of my head i'm like bitch you're not that bad (laughs) i mean that kind of makes sense but i don't know why he does it like performatively like on the podcast or with other people it's like very dramatic. I don't know why. We do live for the drama. Me, though. I'm not dramatic at all. <laughs> no, but I would never be dramatic about me being a bad person. I mean, I don't know. Weird. Anyway, uh, anywho. Oh, by the way, Brad's so house. Oh, I'll tell you about that. Okay. We are recording this on Monday, a few days previous. So you know, we've had we had a pretty intense episode come out on Tuesday. This is coming out Thursday. So just a heads up on that. And uh, yeah, yeah. We always just like to let you know when we're coming from the past <laughs> by a few days. Just you just never know. Um, so my home. Okay. I've been dying to ask. You okay, this. okay. So here's the here's the truth of the matter. Since everything really started hyping up in my house and I had the whole haunting episode where we went over it a lot, I haven't been home that much. Like Okay. So um, I was, I've been staying at my mom's house. How'd the performance go? The performance? Oh my God. My mom's performance? Girl. Okay. okay Broads, if you okay, don't so know. Anyway, so anyway. Okay. 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 To, so I, I've, I've been, I've I'm been. Gonna, we're going to come back around. <laughs> I've been, I've been doing, um, or I've been staying at my mom's house a lot recently. Um, just her needing help with some things and whatever. So we've been at her house a lot. Um, and then we went away for her birthday and got a little Airbnb in Palm Springs. Cute. But I've been gone a ton. I haven't been staying in this home a lot. Um, So I've been here a few days here and there. And so many broads sent me like really good practical things for me to do with Sage, etc., which we've been doing. And I feel like that might have been helping because it's been kind of quiet. Evan hasn't been noticing anything um, extreme happening. It it feels like it's, you know, kind of come down a little bit now i will say the ghost get drunk or something like and like stumbled around i don't know okay but i like i said i did do some of the things that the broad suggested so i think maybe that helped um i will say this though there was one night so there was there'd still be occasionally like i'd hear it sound seem like a voice like in the other room Mm -hmm. but it didn't it didn't freak me out as much it didn't feel as menacing yeah but I will tell you about something that happened a couple nights ago. Oh, God. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. And it really... And it might have scared me the most. Oh, my God. But it's one of those things where... I'm trying to be a skeptic here. It's one of those things where I'm like... Trying to explain it. Because you don't want to be like... A, you don't want to yes. be over dramatic. I don't want to be... I know I'm dramatic. Okay. I'm you and fixing my hair in the monitor. Okay. Trying to. So, basically what happened was... Um, and by the way... A lot of times these really, the things that are a little more frightening to me sometimes happen um, around the hour of like 3.30 or 4, which I heard is like a witching hour from people. It's a little later from what I've heard. What do you mean? The time is a little later? Yeah, I thought it was like 3 a.m. Regardless, I believe Oh, no, that's what I was saying. Like 3.34. 
I've seen like the three to five. Maybe it's like range. A, maybe it's like like me if I was a ghost, like a little late to the witching hour, <laughs> like a little bit fabulous. <laughs> like I'm not going to show up on time because my friends, you don't deserve. You want me to make a grand entrance? Like, I'm coming like, in, <laughs> or just like yes, I'm dead, but I'm still bad at time management. So <laughs> yes, I'm dead, but I'm still a bad bitch <laughs> that shows up and people they turn their heads. I make an appearance fashionably late. So anyway, a fabulous ghost. Um, so that's typically what's happened. Now, a couple nights ago, I was uh, sleeping. Oh, my God. You cannot spit this out <laughs> fast enough for me. OK, I was. I know you have to actually tell the story, but like I need to already know. Ev and I were sleeping in bed um, and. I was awoken out of my sleep by a loud bang uh-huh. um, to the point where I laid in bed. It, it like it startled me out of my dream, this loud sound. And I'm laying in bed. And Evan is a very deep sleeper, by the way. I mean, it is in, the man. If we ever have a, like a, a break in in, the, in this house or like whenever there's an earthquake, he sleeps through the whole thing. Yeah. It gets me very angry yeah. because I'm panicking and he's just snoring. Yeah. Um, loud bang. He doesn't wake up and I'm kind of staring at him and I'm having this panicking feeling like I did not think of ghost. I'm thinking there's someone trying to break into the house. That's my brain. Cause it was loud. Yeah. And I, yeah, yeah that's I wasn't so with scary. the ghost. So I'm literally laying there like, okay, um, maybe I should like get up and walk. And I'm like, just sitting there like in silence waiting for like another sound. I'm like, okay, do I think I should come and yeah. wake or no? Yeah, because whenever he wakes up, he wakes up in a full blown like, <gasps> and then I'm having to try to calm him down and explain what's going on. Is it worth it to wake him up? <laughs> but I don't want to walk out yet, so I sit there and I know I'm fully awake. Okay, I'm laying there for like probably two and a half minutes in dead silence, just like this, staring like, oh my god, what's the sound? And all of a sudden, our door to our bedroom is like it's halfway open. Right. It's been like that. That's how we typically leave it. Halfway open. It fully closes slowly. My friend fucking there is no air condition going on in the house. There is not a fuck. There is no fucking draft. This door. This door has a mirror on one side. It does not move or I've never seen the fucking door move ever. Okay, And it was fully a halfway ajar. And all of a sudden it just goes. Well, a ghosty friend's like, well, I'll just see myself out. Yeah. Now that I've woken you up from your sleep and got to like look at you in your pretty little awake eyes. Stop. <laughs> oh my God. Stop. I'll just be leaving now. Got your attention. Didn't so, I? oh my God. I, I laid there and I like forced myself to fall back asleep. Did you pray? I guess I kind of did. Oh, whenever that shit happens, I'm like, Lord Jesus, I'm so sorry. I've strayed from your good graces <laughs> if I have. I guess I kind of prayed, but I was a little more just like trying to like, like meditate the shit out of everything and just be like, deep breaths, deep breaths. It's fine. It's fine. And I just kept being like, the ghost is here in peace. It's the spirit here in peace. The ghost isn't trying to hurt you. Like, you're okay. And I was telling myself that. I just say, you know what I say? Maybe try this out. I say, I say the only thing accepted in this place is love and joy and peace. And if you want to throw in of the Lord, feel free to throw that <laughs> in as well. Feel free to experiment with that. Do what you will. And with it. there are, are on, there is only good 
things that are welcome in here and anything else that is not of love and joy and peace may leave. I do like that. I do it's like just that like a it's like kind of like it's a it is a command for whoever's in there, but it's also like kind of a mantra for yourself too. It is. It's a mantra, and it also is is a like a forcible demand. Yeah. Like yeah, get yeah. out of my place. Yeah. Well, that's what happened, and that was kind of um, that was scary. the thing that I was the most freaked out by, um, because I've never seen my door move before, uh, in that loud bang and the timing of it, and then also I told Evan the next day I was like, guess what happened? Um, I heard a. Uh, a loud bang and then I watched the door and he, he when I tell you he physically ran out of the home and he goes stop talking to me about this because he's so scared of it like like broads I'm trying to get someone into the house to cleanse it he won't he is like being so difficult and is like no 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 because he is convinced that in all the horror movies when it starts to ramp up is yeah. when you bring in someone into the house and he's scared that we're going to bring someone in and it's going to make the spirit more intense. So I'm right now been trying to convince him for the past couple weeks to let someone into the house. I and he's like, no, 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 no. I wonder if he would do, basically, I would, I would, I would, the two of you walk through the house and kind of do that little mantra thing. I he, would say that. <sighs> he won't, he won't. I'm telling you, I'm trying to get him to engage in this and he is so scared. He is so freaked out that if we... He doesn't want to address it. I get that. He is so scared that if we engage with it at all, that it's going to get worse. Because like he says, he's like, I've seen all the horror movies, okay? Yeah. He goes, it's all pretty mellow until you start engaging with these spirits and then it starts getting way worse. No, I wouldn't address it by... I wouldn't try to address it directly. But I do like the very... Just what I shared with you. I like the yeah. very indirect. Just like anything that is not of this must leave. Yes. I'm not talking to you. I'm not asking why you're here, what your name is. Fuck that. Fuck that noise. <laughs> not going there. <laughs> no. Hey, hell no. Just saying if you're not of the good vibes, you gotta go. With peace and love. With peace and love. I'm saying it to anyone in this studio with peace and love. If you're not about it, you gotta go. You gotta go. Quit scaring them. You gotta go. Quit Do you know what's been freaking me out? Is that quit scaring them. Quit scaring Amber. We don't want that here. Do you know what's been freaking me out lately? All of a sudden, I'm like, I know. I don't. You scare me. You know what's freaking me out is people have been sending me um, clips from the past couple podcast episodes where all of a sudden our audio is weird. Like all of a sudden, there's a weird like, and that's never happened before until the past couple weeks. And it happened in the last episode. Remember when we started? Oh yeah, right. You mean like yeah, right. And people have been sending right. me the timestamps, and I've been going back and listening to it, and it's like all of a sudden. Did people hear anything when when we were recording the ghost one and we were like, did there you was, hear that? There was one moment where you were talking about the haunting. Yeah. And you're like, it was almost like your your vocals like like doubled. Like it was like your voice twice, like echo, but just for like a couple seconds. And then it went back to normal again. And I listened to it and I heard it. And I haven't heard that before. Becca is ominously looking out the window, out the shade. She's and it's at that weird shadow. It's creeping me out, guys. Remember when we heard a pop? Yes, when we were talking about it. And you couldn't hear it in the audio, by the way. I, I zoomed into that audio and I turned that fucker up <laughs> and you couldn't hear it. Dialed that shit up. I dialed that shit up and I could not hear it. Okay, well, stop fucking with them, Okay. <laughs> If you have some peace, you need to work it out. That's between you and God. Also, Broads, you need to convince Evan to let me bring someone into this house. I don't know about that. I don't know. Well, you know what he really like? He made me swear on my life I wouldn't do because I was fully set up to do it. 
was recording with a with a white noise machine and recording at the same time and being like why are you here no don't do that don't do that <laughs> i was i was set up with to him. do it and i was sitting cross-legged on the ground in the hallway you and he dumb, walked in to go to the bathroom bitch. and he's like what are you doing <laughs> was so mad so i'm guessing he's not down to put a headlamp on him and grayson and start talking to the ghost in the attic i mean again broads if you can convince him otherwise i've been dying because broads have been being like give us updates on the house i'm like update it's ruining my marriage because he's mad at me all the time because i'm trying to talk to them ghosties okay i don't think you should talk to them like i I mean i mean i don't think you should i don't think you should try to have a conversation that's just my opinion that's just my opinion what if they're lonely but what if you just put a mic up in the attic yeah we definitely should do that oh god also you're you're gonna hear weird stuff up in an attic though right like what if there's not like, a... like Hello. <laughs> what if it's just like singing like its favorite songs from like the 70s and it's just like a sweet kind of like disco ghost what if it's literally just like Hello, Jess. oh my god i i mean i no but the, but then i'm literally left in the situation where i have to move but i can't sell the house and then what no, am i supposed you can't. to do you, you lean into it i'm telling you you yeah. lean into it you sell a haunted house <laughs> just paint the whole house black and cover it with cobwebs <laughs> just just like any horror home no you like plant shit like creepy dolls and stuff in the attic and you're like oh, okay. and then you'll be doing like a, a tour of the house and you're like here's the attic and you're like oh Wait, my it's god like, it's like that shit that you sent me from zillow like that that Instagram that has like the weird Zillow yes. where all of a sudden there's like a weird like dungeon in the basement. Wild. What happened to that account? Okay, I gotta can't look at that right now. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, lean yeah. into it, bitch. Lean into it. It's LA. It's Besides, true. like we said, some developers just gonna tear it down anyway. That's true. And I really can sell the fact that it is across from a cemetery. Any spooky broads out there want to buy a house off of me? Not me. <laughs> Not me, bitch. <laughs> Looking to move closer to Becca. <laughs> um, but okay, so like, what do we we want to talk about? Some like reality tea? What do we? What do we? What do we? Yeah, talk about? there's there's a few things that we need to talk about. I know today. people want us to really get into the, some of the celebs, but then now I feel bad because with Jenna being like, why are you going to spread bad things about people? And I'm like, because I, I want to talk about Taylor Swift. Okay, that's why. I know, I know. I don't think that we can really go into the Taylor Swift. One. No, we can't. We, we can't. Anyway. We can't. We can't. Anyway, for the sake of the people that we know who are involved i know a lot of people want me to talk about the Haley bieber thing and now i feel really bad too but the thing is um these people are like larger than life though well i okay, guess that's not a good justification but i'm gonna for be it, but I'm, I'm like i'm gonna be real with you so the Haley bieber stuff i was about to you know talk about that a little bit and i was teasing okay so broads if you haven't heard i was teasing the fact that like I'm always very confused as to why like everyone is like such a huge Haley stand because of things that I had heard. And now recently in the news, there there were people who were posting like who are part uh, like uh, different like waitresses and whatever um, posting about how they've had really like unfortunate poor experiences with her. Hmm. Um, and so then the broads are like, oh, my God, you kind of tease this, whatever. But this is the fact. This is this is some truth. Tea, broads. Tell me. I found out that at one point there was a kind of smaller, um, I shouldn't say smaller, but like not this gigantic YouTube page that is a, he's a plastic surgeon. Mm -hmm. And he basically was like, what he does is he takes photos of celebrities and shows you, hey, just so you know, 
this isn't all natural. So like, don't be in your head about this. Like, I know you see these perfect figures and they. Oh, yeah. Like, the, yeah, 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 yeah. And they deny having gotten work done yeah. or they won't address it. And I, as a as a well-known plastic surgeon, am going to show you that, you know, that's that's not the case. I'm going to show you what they had done and whatever. I think it's great. I think I know it's been helpful for me, especially when we first moved to Los Angeles, when I first started working with um, working with celebrities and like wardrobe stuff. I was so in my head. Holy shit, they're perfect. No, I literally like I was so in my head and I was so self-conscious about like specifically about facial Mm. structure and no wrinkles and Mm -hmm. all that. And everyone would deny getting anything done. And I was like, how do they do it? And even the ones who, by the way, don't get uh, like any injections they can pay to have like facials done every other day oh, and yeah. take care of their skin and it costs a lot yeah. of money and like, they, like they have transplant crazy... freaking baby skin onto their face oh, God, or whatever the hell they do um oh god um but what happened was <laughs> apparently kind of like this... cells people do like um yeah the cell i don't know what's it called stem cells I just I've seen those vampire facials, all those those Me blood too. facials that anyway. Kardashians get. Well, anywho, so this plastic surgeon posted um, posts about all different celebrities, and he posted about Haley Bieber, and in his like like the caption, his okay, so his he had his his he had his YouTube about it, but then he also posted like a teaser of it on Instagram. And the caption that he used is something like, is it too late now to say sorry um, <laughs> about not being honest about your plastic <laughs> surgery? I forget his name. I Fuck. forget his name. We're going to have to find is it. Is it like celeb faces or something Maybe. like that? I don't know. One I don't, of those accounts. No, okay. but he, it was his personal. No, it was his oh, personal okay, account, okay, okay, his, okay, his okay. account as a plastic okay. surgeon. And Haley Bieber and Justin tried to sue him. And the fact that it's such a... <gasps> Okay, wait, that brings me to something else we need to talk about, but keep going, but say that. But it's such a, this this guy, he doesn't have that big big of an account. And so they tried to sue him for defamation about like that he said that she got surgery and she didn't. And then Justin was like, you used my lyrics that are trademarked. And of course, they couldn't follow through with oh it. Oh my god! How much time do you have? Well, How privileged are you to be so fucking concerned? But that's the thing; they couldn't follow through with it. But and so the guy was like, "Yeah, they didn't sue me, but they threatened it." And I'm scared. I don't want to get sued by Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber. For real, if they're going to come after this random plastic surgeon, straight up. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So straight now I'm up. too scared. I'm too scared. I'm sorry. I they, the Biebers sue, and you know, I fuck that shit. Okay, Lord. what that so sorry, me of. Brads. I didn't mean to tease about it, but like, I'm not. I'm not willing. I'm not willing to risk that lawsuit. I don't want to. Who wants to be in a lawsuit with the Beavers? That's a that's a powerful couple. Me, that's hot. <laughs> it is kind of iconic, right? <laughs> Gonna get lots of new listeners for the broads, you selfish bitch. Okay, so that brings me to another thing that I really wanted to talk about, which yeah. is I know we're late to the game, oh. but I want to talk about the Khloe Kardashian photo thing. Yes, because that a, just made me think of it. There's a couple things that we need to, we need to talk about Khloe Kardashian. We need to talk about Demi Lovato. <laughs> yeah. For a lot of that stuff. Okay, go ahead. Talk Chloe first. <laughs> okay, basically, if you haven't heard what happened, all right. Chloe, her grandmother. Her yes, what is her? What is her? Mary Joe. Mary Joe. I, 
oh, it's so embarrassing that I know that so off the top of my head. No, I, I literally, I spaced for a second, but I, I knew, I knew it. You knew yeah. it. It was yeah. there. MJ. Yeah. Sweet, sweet, sweet MJ. Sweet Mary Jo. She posted a photo of Chloe at the pool and Chloe's just standing there smiling like in the photo. Long story short, Chloe and the fam did everything possible to scrub this photo from the internet. Because, yeah, it wasn't posted by... It didn't have the approval of uh, of now, Chloe. Now, guys, you can Google this photo. Even though the Kardashians did a great job of scrubbing it, I will say it. It's not easy to find. It wasn't easy to find. Oh, for a I second. immediately looked it up and then it like popped up. One of the when first I things. first looked, I think I saw it quick after it had gotten scrubbed and I could not find it. OK, I was it was struggle city for y'all. Me. She looks fantastic in the photo. Yeah. Like, she's making a cute face. Her, like, there, there is nothing. She I shredded. Could, there, like, there I is nothing I could find wrong with the photo. No. No. And they went to such great lengths. YouTube video. They basically, so they basically copyrighted the photo and then were like any YouTube, you know, like drama, anyone who would post it. Yeah. They would then like say it was copyright infringement and it was getting removed. Wow. I these are so these are some big celebs coming after but some like, random the money that was put into like scrubbing this photo from the internet. So basically people were like, what the fuck? Chloe then goes on a live on her Instagram to show that like this is what my body really looks like, even though in the photo, her body looked it looked the same to me. She was, she, she was she was just like she's shredded I, and I, I really don't know what was wrong with i the don't picture. i don't i don't get it either like i really like i really was trying to figure out i mean like the only thing that i was just, she was showing off her body in it yeah and, and like when she was doing back on instagram like sh- like trying to prove that it was like that this is what her body looks like and again it looked the same to me she looks incredible yeah uh, it looks like she you know yeah uh, yeah, but the only thing I guess I could see a little difference was like maybe there wasn't like, you know, normally they have a ton of makeup on or they have like a her filter on their yeah. face to like, but she looked adorable. I, I mean, th- these are beautiful people. Like, I don't know. I, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Okay. Now I want to find the thing. Um, uh, I want to find the thing that she then posted because then she, addre- oh yeah. So she posts this whole live, like showing like this is what my body actually looks like. She looked fucking fine. Um, in the photo. So then she posts this on her Instagram. The photo that was posted this week is beautiful. But as someone who has struggled with body image her whole life, when someone takes a photo of you that isn't flattering and bad lighting or doesn't capture your body the way it is after working so hard to get it to this point and then shares it to the world, you should have every right to ask for it not to be shared regardless of who you are. I am not perfect, but I promise you I try every day to live my life as honestly as possible and with empathy and kindness. Doesn't mean I haven't made mistakes, so I'm not going to lie. It's almost unbearable trying to live up to the impossible standards the public has set for me. Okay. I get that. And she said a bunch of other shit. I get that, but your family is one of the biggest families that propagates and upholds those unrealistic beauty standards for everyone. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, no, I hear you. And I was I was like, you got to have this needs to be a very long conversation with your family. Because your family was the originator of a lot of this in current 
in current uh, times. And then she's also saying like this body that I've worked so hard for. Okay, you're still not going to acknowledge the amount of like lipo and injections you've had done? Yes, of course. And you're going to say that like this is the body I've worked for and like I deserve. I mean... I'm sorry. That just really rubbed me the wrong way. No, it's like if you you're saying that you want to be honest, like you have to be honest. Like, like this is this is creating like such like unhealthy standards for people who have different shapes and sizes, and people who also like you know. Then you have these these bodies that you tell people that you can that you can obtain through. Uh, hard just work. hard work and it's like okay yeah you, you yourself didn't obtain it through just hard work you got help from a doctor which again got i mean I'm, I'm to each their own for everyone to me but i think it needs to be important that you acknowledge then what the you know like for me i'm like these lips are not my lips i was born with thin lips i can't i'm not gonna pretend to like pretend and say like yeah this is just how my face has aged naturally like i don't have a smidge of botox i have no lip injections it's like no i can't like i mean the bottom line yeah i mean and and then also not to mention she's saying like um when someone posts a photo of you like an unflattering whatever whatever i'm like Oh my God, you looked so like you were so up to conventional beauty standards with that photo. I, yeah, what I don't the even fuck know. Are you communicating to like anyone else with a, a different body? I know what I know personally for myself when she scrubbed that photo and was then trying to be like, this is my body. Like it was it like kind of threw me into like an unhealthy loop for a couple days where I was like looking at myself in the mirror and I was like tripping out. This I'm like, if that's yes, I know. Like and she, is, I her belly is perfectly flat. Her boobs abs. look great. Her hips are popping. Her legs are trim. Like her face looks. I'm I'm just like, I don't know. That just, I don't I don't know. I couldn't. I really don't it was know. crazy to me how she was then trying to justify like scrubbing it from everything. I mean, like, sure she has the right to do that, but like, I'm not gonna be like, yes, girl, I support you. What? I just feel like I feel I have two I have two conflicting feelings about it because one feeling is I remember how the paparazzi treated Chloe. And it was and she disgusting. brought that up. And the shit about questioning her paternity and all that kind of stuff. And the is way like that Chloe gnarly. was treated, the way the that ugly, they would call duckling. her the, they'd call her the ugly I'm putting these in quotations broad. They would call her like the ugly sister. And they would literally post photos of her next to her sisters and be like, she obviously doesn't have the same dad. The things that they would say about her and the names that they would call her are absolutely disgusting. And I can't imagine the being, deep insecurity. I can't, that especially, that must- especially when your other family members are being worshipped physically, like where it's like, oh, they are the epitome of sexual desire and the perfect totally. whatever and then you feel like and then you're constantly being compared and slammed so i can't imagine what that's like you're being so compassionate and that's so good to bring up that side of it for sure because that's so gnarly but then the flip side is again like you said your family created these beauty standards and there has to be an acknowledgement of the fact that like yes you're getting so you are feeling repercussions that i'm sure i can't imagine having people constantly analyzing and criticizing and posting about my body and the way I look all the time but there has to be acknowledgement that a lot of that is because of things that have been continued by 
your family. I feel like it was just such a missed opportunity because like yes, yes, that's exactly what it was, Becca. That's I think the best way to put it is that it was a missed opportunity to have like a really real conversation. That's important. Imagine if you had just been like, I'm so deeply insecure. Like this is the amount of work that I've had done. Like <sighs> the amount of times I've looked at the bodies that like I want to look like and just like cried tears. It's caused mm-hmm. me to do this. It's caused me to do that. And I'm not gonna lie. Like I love how I look now, and I felt so. I felt so inadequate when I saw that photo of me, even though like, uh, like this just shows like the level of body dysmorphia I have. Yes. Yes. And it was the truth. It shows the level of body dysmorphia she has. Yes, of course. And that's a really, really, that's a conversation. And then getting into body dysmorphia and having this conversation and then also having a conversation like she then could have transferred it into a conversation about like, body love and like how beauty standards are fucked and like i mean there's so many things that could have happened from it and of course you know again easier said than done but um when you're in the her like being in the actual position of but that's what it was to me and i was really bummed out because i thought when i saw that she'd posted on her instagram i thought that that's kind of what it was going to be and so i was I felt sad for a lot of, especially a lot of the younger consumers that, that the, that, uh, the statements that she made were in the same carousel as her showing off what she says is her actual body. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That, that was to me like, yeah. Or the live being like, see bitches, like, look at how fucking cut I am. Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that just made me kind of sick to my stomach, to be honest. Yeah. No, it's. I wish that because then she's reinforcing just over and over again that that in that photo, she looks bad. Yes. And that was the thing that was the thing that sent me kind of in a spiral for a couple days where I was like, oh, my God, if this is bad by current beauty standards, what am I like? I was I it was it was bad. Yeah, I'm glad you brought in that compassionate side of it because I was just like, fuck her. No, I'm like I that's how I felt right away, but then I I I literally was flooded mm. by remembering mm. specifically seeing headlines. And I actually remember having a conversation with a girlfriend of mine um who is in a bigger body and mm. she um I remember having a conversation with her specifically about the Kardashians like numerous, numerous years ago um, when the when the paparazzi and all the headlines were always attacking Chloe. And she specifically brought up to me how damaging that was for Mm. her, where she was like, oh, my God, if everyone's if everyone's saying this about Chloe, what am I? Yeah. Like and and I'm like, oh, my God, like being the, the act, the specific recipient of it, let alone then the narrative that it creates for the consumer. For real. Ugh. For Big real. Ugh. For real. Big ugh. For Big sure. ugh. Okay, broads, let's take a quick pause. And as promised, we're back to give you all the details about one of our favorite brands for clothes, shoes, home decor, pretty much everything now that I think about it. Jenny Kane is my number one go-to when I'm looking for handcrafted pieces that are classic enough to be timeless, but stylish enough to be on trend. Trust me, that's a hard balance to get right. It really is, but somehow Jenny Kane just nails it every single time. We've talked a lot about their clothing, which is absolute perfection, but you guys do not 
I mean, do not sleep on their home decor and furniture. Jenny Kane makes the perfect items for every room in your home that add just the perfect amount of elevation, whether that's one of their candles on your bedside table or a cashmere throw across your favorite armchair. The pieces from Jenny Kane add these perfect little touches that make a huge difference in a space. As with everything from Jenny Kane, the choice of materials is next level from cashmere and alpaca blankets to handwoven storage baskets and reclaimed wood. They just use the most thoughtful materials that can bring warmth to any space you all already know i'm obsessed with jenny kane uh slippers i will in fact be putting them on the second i go back into my home i can guarantee that find your forever pieces at jennykane.com get 15 percent off your first order when you use code chatty at checkout that's 15 percent off your first order at j-e-n-n-i-k-a-y-n-e.com promo code chatty so it's jenny kane spelled pretty weird jenny with an i k-a-y-n-e um okay Broads. Broads, 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 broads. I have a new obsession that I've got to tell you all about, so I'm just going to get right into it. June Shine. June Shine Hard Kombucha is my new favorite adult beverage. Aside from wine, there's basically nothing else I drink. It is the best. I'm literally, I'm dreaming about opening one tonight. They are so good. I got introduced to June Shine from a friend when I was complaining about wanting something fizzy to drink. But I'll just be honest, beer makes me feel like crap the next morning. Then I tried June Shine and it gave me a lighter, brighter buzz and I was sold. And it tastes way better too. I'm obsessed. It tastes so delicious honestly i cannot think of a better drink for summer mm. i really can't june shines is insanely delicious it's made with organic ingredients that actually have real functional benefits it's low in sugar it's easy on the gut it's gluten-free and it's full of probiotics and unlike other hard kombuchas june shine uses green tea and honey for a smoother less acidic taste probiotics low in sugar boom 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 what else would you be drinking i mean come on and the cherry on top june shine is sustainably produced they are committed to be uh becoming 100% carbon neutral, donating 1% of all sales to environmental nonprofits. What? Their brewery is powered by 100% renewable solar. The f- they Are plant trees for all those used to make their boxes. I what? mean, yes, honestly, they're pretty okay. much the perfect company with the perfect drink. I don't know what problematic. <laughs> problematic. We love to see it. I've got a delivery on the way and thank God because I'm almost out. I seriously cannot wait for those summer nights spent drinking June Chen with my friends. It's a match made in heaven. Oh. We've worked out an exclusive deal for you all broads receive 20% off plus free shipping site wide I recommend trying one of their best selling variety packs it's a great way to try all the delicious flavors you're going to love every single one of them mm-hmm. go to juneshine.com slash chatty or use code chatty at checkout to claim this deal that's j-u-n-e-s-h-i-n-e dot com slash chatty juneshine can also be found in over 10,000 stores across the country including Whole Foods Safeway Kroger and Publix mm-mm-mm-mm-mm all right, broads. Um, okay. We're back. <laughs> Listen, this is this episode. It has legs. It's wild. It's moving. <laughs> we started this episode a couple days ago. We had to stop recording because I had to go get Ember, and now we are back in separate locations. Yeah, in honestly, the future. if you're listening to audio, you probably you probably wouldn't have any idea. But you, for you'd those have... <laughs> watching the YouTube, like now, I'm suddenly in my house and <laughs> Jess is alone and we're in different outfits. So I understand how that could be confusing. And that's the situation. And also the, the the potentially confusing part for the audio listeners is that we started this episode out by saying like, hey, just FYI, we are recording this on Monday. So things could happen. But now we're recording oh, this Wednesday afternoon. So I just I just want to say that I appreciate the dynamic nature of this. We are mm, we were in the past and now we're current and we now we know certain things and there's movement and it's just 
this episode is just like life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just non-linear. (laughs) Non-linear. You know, time is an illusion, Broad. So this actually reflects the nature of our existence much more than normal. I like to think about this episode as a black hole. You know, we're just getting (laughs) spaghettified or whatever. I like to think of the podcast as a black hole. I like to think of Bachelor Nation as a black hole. Now, that is probably the most accurate. I do like that we are recording the second half of this on Wednesday because there is tea that has happened. There is new tea. So how do we want to how do we want to hit this? How do we want to continue? Do you want to talk about current tea that has happened since we started recording this episode on Monday? Or should we talk about Demi Lovato? Dude, honestly. okay, fine. Let's start with Demi Lovato. Like. The whole thing just pisses me off anyway, but let's get into it. Let's just talk about it. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. For people who don't know, let's start with, let's start there. If you don't know, Demi Lovato, um, songstress, uh, she recently, uh, put out a, um, a docu, like a documentary, I believe. I don't think it was a docuseries. I think it was a documentary. And I haven't watched it. I've seen clips of it, though, that were very good. And she really opened up about her eating disorder. Um, And from the clips that I saw, it was just like there were a lot of really powerful moments in there. I think it's really awesome that she, who has this huge platform, has been using her platform to discuss disordered eating, body image, all of these things. I think it's really awesome, especially for her younger uh, consumers, her younger audience. Now, what I wasn't a fan of what ended up happening in recent days is that Demi Lovato took to her Instagram (laughs) and started posting. So apparently she went to uh, her favorite. This is I can't even believe that. Like, I can't even believe it. Okay, continue. um, She went on her Instagram and started posting. Um, She went on her stories. She went to go get Froyo somewhere and apparently quote it. Yeah, oh, beautiful, this is what she beautiful. On Instagram story. Yes. I've been pulling it up here. Blessings. Finding it extremely hard to order Froyo from at the Big Chill official when you have to walk past tons of sugar-free cookies and other diet foods before you get to the counter. She wrote, accusing the store of harmful messaging and using the hashtag Diet Culture Vultures. The Big Chill defended themselves on Instagram, saying, "We carry items for diabetes, celiac disease, vegan, and of course many, and of course have many indulgent items as well." Uh, and then she posted DM, DMs between her and the Big Chill. Uh, and then she she argues in the DMs that the food are from a brand called Eat Me Guilt Free, which suggests that there's something shameful about eating a sugary treat. And she said, "In LA, it's really hard to distinguish diet culture." versus health needs it's true totally true very true Um, very very true okay there's a few things to this first of all there are there are truths in there are pieces of truth in what's being talked about like i fully believe like that what she said it's hard to distinguish like diet culture um from like healthy lifestyle sure um one thousand percent uh, I, I respect the fact that like she went in and someone who has an eating disorder was triggered by seeing those things in a store. 
or in this Froyo sure, spot. Yeah. And then she talked later on a live how Froyo is extremely triggering to her because she was saying that uh, her and a lot of people she knows who struggle with eating disorders use Froyo as a way to have like something sugary that's like, but like low calorie in general. So it seems like Froyo for her is triggering, which then to me was like, I don't know why then she's in the store, like in it in the first place and then coming for this shop. And that was my biggest issue, especially in the, in the COVID times when businesses are struggling that her platform where she has what, like 23 million followers or something. No, 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 Jess, I just checked. She has over 100 million followers. I mean, okay. That, that is just like, me, I have 700 and something thousand followers. You have like, like 50,000 followers. Would I, you or I ever tag a small business oh because God. of like the product that they were carrying in their shop? Like unless it was literally like, I mean, I don't know. I just, I, no. Is, no. I, what, this is what I understand. I understand Demi going on her Instagram and having an impassioned conversation about Froyo in general or talking about like the idea of having diet foods everywhere. And what she mentioned in the later post about distinguishing between um, diet culture and healthy lifestyle. I think that's a really great conversation to have. I think it's a really I think it's a really fucking important and necessary conversation to have. And if she wants to talk uh, about certain, uh, you know, using Froyo as a specific example, but when you're tagging and specifically naming and going after a small business. And then again, when they messaged and said like, hey, not to be not to sound like a bitch, but like it's not just about you. Like we have people who are diabetic or have celiac like there's other people like I know my sweet Wait, Nana, she- my sweet Nana, who's diabetic. She goes and she gets her Froyo and she gets like her sugar free, like special Froyo that she can eat that she couldn't eat sure. otherwise because she's diabetic. And, she, and they were and this is a thing. They were carrying a brand that was called Eat Me Guilt Free. That's not even their brand. They were carrying it. So if anything, maybe even tag the brand Eat Me Guilt Free and be like, think about rewording your messaging. Okay, here's what it's like. I'll give a real world example that I experienced and that I that I was talking about on my Instagram stories. Okay, Perfect example. There is this brand that's like a maternity brand. And one day that I followed and when I was pregnant, I was they had a live and I clicked on their live and it was with an OB and the OB was saying just flat out like wrong things, yes. wrong things, harmful things about birth that are just like, like false, like not, not evidence-based. So I was pissed about it. So I talked about it on my stories. Did I tag the maternity brand? No. Did I tag the OB? No, because the issue isn't about the individuals. It's about the problem as a whole. And what good does that do to attack this like brand? Yeah. What? That doesn't that doesn't do any good. If you want to have a conversation about it, literally all she had to do is be like, she didn't have to tag the brand. She could have said the exact same thing, like finding it hard to get Froyo when I'm being bombarded by diet culture messages. Or even like, like just, just sending say that. Or or just even Don't like, them. yeah exactly or that and then if you feel really specifically impassioned about 
you know, that specific company, I totally understand her sending a message privately to them and being like, hey, you know, but but it, it's I kept thinking about um, like for me personally. Right. Like I, we, I we've talked about on the podcast before, like I had disordered eating for numerous years. Um, I actually literally just got <laughs> I just got a uh, memories on my phone that popped up of old photos that I had taken. And it was like a little jarring to me. And that was something that I had for years. And to, to this day, like literally yesterday, I had a situation where there's somebody that I follow who, when I see their content is it's, it's hard for me. It triggers me to want to feel like I'm, in my brain starting to slide back into old patterns Mm. of disordered eating because of the content that this person posts. Um, But I have to be honest, like, do I think there are bones about what this person posts that I think there are problems that could be potentially problematic? Yes. But a lot of it has to do with my specific disordered eating journey and what specifically sets me off and what I have had to learn is like, I gotta, I gotta hit that hide. I can't have that in my feed. Just like maybe I can't walk into a Froyo store because I know that that's something that specifically is a trigger for me. Yes. Um, And you know what? Like, I know this is probably going to actually, I'm sorry, finish your thought. Oh, no, no, no. That, I mean, no, no, that, that was truly it. And that, that, so that's for me when I was seeing this whole thing with, with Demi, it's like, I was having a lot of mixed feelings because I'm like, I totally understand that legitimate. Yeah. Yes. And I totally understand that feeling of walking in and just feeling that sinking feeling in your stomach. Like you're, you're Mm. feel like you're going to start spiraling again and get into these terribly unhealthy, Mm. dangerous patterns. But, and I think it would be so powerful for her to go on her, like an Insta live or her Insta stories and say, Hey, I just walked into a store, an unnamed store. And I saw sugar-free and diet product. And it was something that I was wanting to, I was wanting to eat something from this. And I think it's so upsetting that diet culture and healthy lifestyle get mixed up. And there's these brands, uh, you know, and, and start talking about that. Yeah. Or even talk about it personally. Like it started triggering me because I remember all the times when I used to feel guilty eating things that like, no one should feel guilty about just like enjoying and indulging in like exactly exactly like and make it make it about how you can be share more about your experience you know what and this might kind of piss people off but um it like (sighs) something i have noticed is that sometimes you can have valid feelings but the way that then you're expressing these valid feelings are in an incredibly toxic, self-centered, selfish way. Like Mm -hmm. you can be genuinely struggling with something, feel attacked by something, whatever. But when you start making it like about just you and your personal problems, instead of refocusing and reshifting and Mm -hmm. focusing on the problem at large, Mm -hmm. it's super Mm self-centered. And like, Mm -hmm. that's actually what really bothered me about what she did. It was about, she didn't like that. She went into her favorite yogurt shop and got triggered by her favorite yogurt shop or whatever. So then she was attacking said yogurt shop, Froyo shop. It's like, you're making something that is a very valid issue that like so many people experience, you're then like just 
making it about your personal experience instead of like the larger issue. Yeah. Even though your experience is valid, like you don't have to share that on your platform in that way. Of course. And if you want to share on your platform the experience that you had walking into that store, bravo. I think that a lot of people need to to hear that. I think it also then feels like people, it helps people feel seen because they experience the same thing. But when you're tagging a business and you have 100 million followers, that's that's I think part you of it know, too. You know, you know, and 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 that and that's it. It's like I have fifty thousand. I know if I tag someone and I'm, I'm coming for them, I know that there will be repercussions. It's the same way when someone sends you like a mean a mean DM and you screenshot to show someone. You know when you you know as an influencer when you need leave the name in. It's intentional that you're opening the door for people to send that person Get messages. flooded. Yeah. Yes. And yes. And and she's been in the media for how long? Her whole life? Yeah. She understands. She gets it. She gets it. She understands. And it is in the moment where she was uh, kind of blinded by her own very valid experience of being triggered, but then was just, yeah, it was just a, it was an attack. It's, it was just to me a really, unfor- it, it really just bummed me. It just really bummed me the fuck out because I was like, this is such a great opportunity to talk about something. And then it just became about this specific yogurt store. And then we ended up seeing that like they got thousands of one star reviews on Yelp. And now this this yogurt shop has a one star Yelp review that is like oh by the thousands. God. And it's like yeah, it I want to look it up now. Well, I know that. So, okay, so Demi then, though, she she went, she came back and she did an Instagram live apologizing. And I believe she encouraged her followers to change their early, remove their <laughs> one star review. So hopefully that's changed. Oh, um, Yelp just flagged it as unusual activity alert. So I think that they removed a lot. Like Yelp does this. If someone doesn't have first hand experience, like at the shop for they they remove the tag. So they're oh, that's fine good. Now. Okay, that's good. That's yeah. good. When I had looked it up yeah. a few days ago, it was like the the it had one st- a one star review by like the oh thousands. My God. Which if you're a, if you're a store <laughs> owner, like that's th- that's just the there's nothing worse. That's super devastating. It's yeah. devastating. Like that's how I mean that's how I find all my restaurants and and places that I yeah. go food wise. As I see look a frozen yogurt place has one star, you don't go read the reviews. You're just like fu- oh fuck that. I I'm see not going a, there. I see a one star yogurt shop. I go oh people find cockroaches in their froyo like little cockroach <laughs> little shrimpies like in their froyo unrequested <laughs> all the time. That's the one where a I finger, go like the Wendy's chili. You know, yes. you're like, there's got to be appendages being found in this yogurt or something for one. Yes. Star. So I think that it is. It's a it's an interesting conversation because it for numerous reasons. But it, it is an interesting conversation, too, about when you do have a lot of influence um, as someone with a large platform, um, the responsibility that it, that that does hold when mm-hmm. it comes to. And I'm not saying it's necessarily fair, but the responsibility that that you do hold when it comes to then maybe going off on something that you sure. know that your fans and followers will feel impassioned and hurt for you. And then mm. they. Yeah, it's an interesting it's interesting. I, I think it's a good lesson, too, because um kind of like I was saying, I was just kind of reflecting on that. And I think it is a good lesson for all of us to sort of when we when we are feeling like reactive or triggered about any issue to sort of like 
zoom out and be like, all right, what's like, you know, sometimes it is like a, a direct individual or a brand like actively causing harm. And maybe yes. like that's different for of accountability. Course. Of course. But if it's like about a bigger overarching issue, like maybe zoom out and be like, how can I channel like this anger or this energy or this passion into something that's going to be constructive for the people around me rather than like destructive of like an individual or a business or a product or whatever it be. Cause that doesn't really accomplish much. Like, yeah, like it was like, she was trying to cancel the yogurt shop. That's what it felt like. <laughs> like uh, you know what, Becca, you know, all I, all I could think about truly was I just pictured the poor person who is either the owner who runs the social media or like the social media manager all of a sudden getting like dinged like normally it's a yogurt shop how often are you getting notifications you get get, like one or two all of a sudden the phone just exploding and being like (sighs) what the heck just happened and opening it up and being like Demi Lovato is tearing into our yogurt store like just shocked just absolutely shocked and you're like we are not diet culture vultures but okay something I do want to bring up though so she then comes on. She has her apology. She says, hey, listen. And, and when she, she didn't save. I tried to find it, but. Oh, she didn't. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I thought she did. Um, but I watched I watched her whole her whole uh, live. And it really harkens back to what you were just saying, where when you do take a beat too, maybe when you're feeling yeah. upset and triggered yeah. or angry or whatever, that then, you know, she put this. <clears throat> this uh these insta stories out there and then she didn't realize until all of a sudden she was getting all these messages from other people that hey sugar-free is for diabetic folk as well Uh like it's not uh just there are other reasons and and i completely agree with the diet culture piece and the horror that that is trust and believe but there are also other purposes to have things like sugar-free things. It's not just always about diet culture. And I think what needs to obviously, like you said, it's talking about the bigger picture. Like we need to have the right. conversation about how damaging diet culture is yeah. and how that has literally infiltrated every diet culture, fat phobia. All this has literally infiltrated every just fiber of our um, of our culture and our system and that needs yeah. to be changed so ba- okay so Demi she does the apology um, realizes you know pieces about the sugar thing she you know she she was basically saying that you know she realizes that um, when she tagged this store that then everyone was coming after them and she apologizes for that but she was just talking about how she is super, super passionate about this, obviously, because of her specific uh, journey and yeah. what, again, triggers her and her disordered eating. And, you know, her saying, like, I'm not going to st- I'm not going to not talk about that. Like, I need to talk about that. And I think it's good that she does talk about it. Um, but uh, but she was saying in particular that, um, you know, she does apologize for she does apologize for getting them involved and tagging them and like encouraged people to like, I like, you know, remove the one star. There was something, Oh my goodness. Now it's going to bug me. There was something that I wanted to say that was brought up. Oh my, it was so, it was important. I know I can't, I can't remember it. Um, but anywho, but you know, 
happy that the conversation is starting more about diet culture. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Okay. Yes, So a lot of people were talking then about and coming for her saying, well, you numerous years ago uh, talked about fit tummy tea and you put that out there and you were one of their uh, uh, like brand ambassadors or whatever. So like what, you know, what the fuck's your problem that like you're going to come for this place, but then you're doing fit tummy tea. And you probably made like a hundred thousand dollars off of that fucking post, if not more. But I do have to say, I... I think it's, I, I, you know, it's a good thing that people brought that up because it's then something that she could address. But I do feel like, again, with someone who was having, having full disordered eating, um, in that full, just the grip of diet culture, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that she was an ambassador, but I don't think that that's necessarily something that you can compare. It's like, no, but I do think it's also like, okay, then if you got to, if you're going to throw stones and you need, you do need to reflect and like, look at yourself before you're going out of your way to, to say that someone's evil. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Again, just a food for thought moment, A, a taking a beat and processing and going, you know, this is actually an awesome opportunity for me to go on and be like, I walked into this store and I was really triggered by this because of diet culture. I want to address, I used to be a brand ambassador for Fit Tummy Tea. And That's this is- ama- I love that. And this is why, this this is something, or even if you didn't want to name them, I mean, whatever, but I used to be a brand, you brand say, ambassador. I used to profit off of selling products that were diet culture, diet culture. vultures. It, Exactly. And, you know, whether that be that her being be like, like, I'm going to I'm going to donate some the the money that I had made to, you yeah. know, whatever organization. And then I want to have a conversation about why this is diet culture and why it's a problem and and really Boom. address it that way. Boom. Boom. A really powerful a productive moment. use of the moment. Yeah. Similar to the Chloe stuff where, like we were saying, it's like this is a moment for an opportunity yeah. for vulnerability and like making a making it actually an actual impact mm-hmm. instead of being focused on. I mean, that was the Chloe thing, too. Chloe was focused on her personal experience, which like you brought up I loved I loved how you redirected it too and we're like dude but remember how much like her insecurities have been fueled by other people's constant like beration berating of like her and, and the that, thing like yeah and the thing is the thing is with I know Demi Lovato Demi Lovato got so much of that too she gets so yeah. was getting so much body shame Um, even as a young Disney star, they would compare Mm. her body to like Selena Gomez and they were comparing their bodies all the time and she's young and that's so fucked up and I can't imagine being in that position of stardom and having to deal with that and see your body all over the place all the time. Um, So it's like, you know, from both of them, it's one of those situations where it's like, from the sidelines, it's like easier. Like, it's like I can throw stones sure, and be like, 20, you should have done this. But, you know, obviously it's easier said than done. But I am all, always appreciative for these things because I feel like a good conversation can at least start from it where it's like, yeah, okay. The, the only thing that sucks is I feel like a lot of people are just rolling their eyes. Like, and it, yeah. in a way, it was almost like she invalidated this, like, so, sort of like her own mission by being petty. Very true. Very true. Which is Again, unfortunate. Moments, moments to learn for the rest of us. Where I'm like, okay, next time I'm upset about something, 
that I'm like, remember Demi Lovato and that that could have been a really awesome or remember Chloe and that could have been a really awesome opportunity to share and be vulnerable and be an example of of that. But yeah, it's it's good. It's a good reminder to be like, oh, there's these missed opportunities sometimes. Um, Okay, broads, one other quick pause. Here's the thing. When I think back to my early 20s, of course, I think of fun and parties and minimal responsibilities. But honestly, I also think of credit card debt. And that freaking sucks. If you've ever been in a situation where you've carried credit card debt for a while, then you know how suffocating that can be. It's the worst. And if you're going through it, I have good news. There is help with Upstart. I so wish I knew about Upstart years ago because I, too, made some less than ideal financial moves. Upstart makes getting out of debt realistic, not just something you wish for that seems impossible. It's the fast, easy way to pay off your debt with the help of a personal loan. The whole thing is super simple. It can be done online in just minutes, whether you need to pay off your credit cards or fund fund unexpected personal expenses. Or if you need to consolidate high interest debt, Upstart is the easiest way to take control of your finances. Mm -hmm. And Upstart isn't like other lenders because they look at way more than just your credit score to determine your loan offer. Upstart also takes into account things like income and employment history, which means they can offer smarter rates to their customers. All it takes is a five-minute online rate check, and you can see upfront uh, and you can see upfront offers for loans between one thousand and fifty thousand dollars. Wowie! Yes. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com/chatty. That's upstart.com/chatty. Don't forget, use our URL to let them know that we sent you and loan loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application so go to upstart.com slash chatty okay bachelor nation bachelor nation okay (laughs) (laughs) we should get like pom-poms and be like do like a (laughs) have the screen just you know what's funny i realized that like the tiktok dances are literally just like cheer and pep dances like yes basically yeah i just like uh, I, when i started seeing the tiktok dances i was like wow i remember like in cheer there was one we would do at basketball games where it was like we'd be like mm, 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 like mm. yeah also All like, these, like <laughs> i just can't do tiktok i can't do tiktoks for the life of me like i don't have that movement in my body like i just don't have oh, the dances i can't oh, learn absolutely i not. can't learn a dance i am so that is no if oh i could God, no. if i could be anything it would be a dancer like i have these these really like beautiful visions of like when i watch contemporary dance oh my my oh in my soul to be able to like be like one moment and slip on a pair of like shoes and contemporary dance my face off and like feel Dude, my the music sister is like that my sister is like just such a crazy natural dancer who just like moves and doesn't look ridiculous doing the shit that i would look so stupid that is doing. it's my dream like i envy that so much it's my absolute dream and you know cut to me trying to do a tiktok trying to do a tiktok or when you go to like zumba class or something like that where they're like we're gonna oh. teach a dance i'm so bad it's so embarrassing like everyone else is somehow getting it and i'm like how are you learning this so quickly that's why i always had to be the lead in musical theater shows because i could never do the ensemble dance with everyone so i had to dance to the tune of my my own beat whatever the fuck girl dance to the beat of my own drum 
never related to anything you've ever said more like shouts out to the ensemble because they had such a hard like i would watch them having to learn these dances and i would be like i guess i have to play a character who's somehow up front because i can't learn this dance no i can't learn it this is more challenging for me than trying to take the stage have you ever seen the movie suspiria no (gasps) you're like really into like horror stuff aren't you right now yeah we're Oh my God, you've got to watch Suspiria. It's about like a demonic horror, like ballet company in New York where it's oh, all yeah, that, women. You mentioned that. You mentioned that. Yeah, no, I, I'll definitely watch it. Yeah, they're all like I'm a witch ballet coven. Yes. I'll watch You'll it when I'm really not. really like it. Maybe when we're out of town or something, I'll watch it when I'm not in my home it's and having really to fall like, asleep. It's not haunting though. So that's good. Like it's okay. not like a haunting. It's not like a haunting demon thing. It's just that these women are using. They're like, they're like super into the occult stuff i'm down to get into that okay so bachelor nation batch, all right bachelor nation. nation batch batch speaking of tiktok batch, batch, batch. Bachelor matt nation. james batch, batch, <laughs> bachelor nation um batch nation our tiktok uh, our tick <laughs> our tiktok king matt james um so broads the irony that we had the reality Steve episode on Tuesday and now Matt James has made official statements that he is pursuing with a relationship with Rachel and Rachel alone. Um, over the past few days, they've oh been God, spotted out. <laughs> they've been spotted out and about together. I'm surprised that there's actually now that there's a statement from him. I wasn't expecting him to like come forward and make a statement. Um, wait, this is this statement though is like Still very watered down. I'm yes. going to read it. Oh, from very people. watery. Very watery. I mean, it's just kind of hilarious to me. Like, if I was her, I would just be like, bitch, what the? Okay. I'd be like, just I've say seen it. <laughs> Listen to even the first line. I've seen Rachel a handful of times. That in and of itself is so casual. Like, oh, we bumped into each other like at a party or two. Every once you know, in a while. Like, every yeah, once in a while yeah. she hits me up. Like, something so just under stating about that i've seen rachel a handful of times i'm not pursuing any relationships right now outside of that i said i was going to focus on my relationship with her and that means focusing on it what what does that even mean yeah not a hundred percent sure what that means and then they said like (laughs) they asked her um they asked him about her like edu- racism, education, whatever. He said, that's something you could talk to her about. A lot of what I'm focused on right now is the work that I'm doing in the community and with marathon training. <laughs> He's like, I'm too busy for Rachel. I'm training for a marathon. <laughs> and then he said, there's a negative chance I'll be on paradise. There's a negative chance Tyler's there on there as well. I think we're good off that. Yeah, a little throwing in a little shade for the franchise in that one. I, I I will say I am very disappointed that we don't have a sneak peek, a sneak surprise of Tyler Cameron on the beach like that. That oh would have been Come on. that. Would, I wasn't. Ex- I mean, I don't know that that was even people were even discussing that that would be an no. option. Like he's way too big now. It's just not going to happen. He's too busy. He's too busy at his parties, um, chugging his his beers, his cores or whatever. Um, okay. Matt and Rachel, I'm going to say I have two. I really have two thoughts. Number one, the way I now feel about Matt and Rachel is kind of the way I feel about Claire and Dale, who are apparently back together again. And she's wearing her ring. 
I felt the same the same way I feel about Pete. The same way I felt about like Pete and whoever he was dating. <laughs> Pete and whoever at the time. I'm I'm good now. Like I'm just kind of like you know what I. <laughs> you know how uh, you're good off the franchise. I'm good off you too. Yeah, I'm good off I'm, you, Matt. I have a feeling that this is going to be very similar to a Claire Dale situation. Very on and off. Very he said she said. Uh, I'm exhausted already. Cryptic messaging, spotting them, not spotting them. Unfo- I mean, all that. I'm already tired, and I feel like it's going to be like that. So God bless. I hope that Rachel is really continuing her education and is pursuing that. I hope that Matt is enjoying his marathon running. I hope that they are happy oh whether they are together or apart. And I say the same thing to Dale and Claire. I hope that God both of you are happy. You. Go God forth bless. and multiply. Yes. Or don't if that makes you happier. Yeah, please don't. But, but like, I'm just not, you know, at this point, it's just like, all right, we're good. Like, we're not going to see you guys on our screen unless this means I'm assuming that Rachel then will not be filming in paradise. Unless of course there's all of a sudden a last minute change and they break up that then I will get invested again. If all of a sudden she's going to be on, on the beach in paradise. But as far as, as that goes, other than that, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine now. Um, I don't give a shit about if you guys are dating or not. (laughs) Honestly, it's like, it's also like, it makes you wonder about like the Matt and Grace stuff because like either we were right and there was nothing or we were wrong and th- that was something. And regardless, I'm just like now I'm sort of just like not because I'm anti Matt or anything, but I'm just like Rachel, girl, girl, girl. Yeah, girl. That- get just l- stop. I not, like, I don't even mean that like I'm hating on her actually for some at all I, I I actually just get the vibe where it's that friend where you're like honey like it's not gonna work between you two yeah unless again unless the gray stuff was full bullshit yeah again we're talking but about even so no 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 no. I'm talking about the way he's just even talking about his relationship with oh, her in the people yeah. article it's, that's it's, where I'm like honey this says a lot about like how he feels about you again, how committed he really is but again is. I what I do want to then bring in too is the idea then the maybe there's the hesitation to talk about anything really intensely publicly because of everything that comes with Rachel yeah. and the way that everything ended and yeah totally. and how and, and also how he felt when everything wrapped and the trauma that he had felt and the anger that he had felt and sadness with her past actions and involvements that like maybe there's this piece that he's he's scared that people are gonna give him shit and so it's I like, mean, I'm I, sure I, he is. And honestly, I'm not. I'm genuinely right now not shading either one of them. I'm like, just Matt, I think you need to spend some time on your own, buddy. Work on yourself. Rachel, I don't think he's as into you as you're into him. No shade to either of them. That's just the way I see it. That's the way I've been seeing this shit play out. And I'm like, guys, you got to just give it a rest. You're going to be better off apart. You're going to find someone else who's going to be wonderful for you. This ain't it. They're not going to end up getting engaged or married. It's going to be, like you said, up and down. People are going to get hurt. One or both of them. Just, just, this isn't, this is, it started off on shaky ground and I just don't see it getting any more firm. Let's just say that. I would, I would agree. Um, And then my other thought was obviously 
this whole with the whole conversation that we initially had involving reality Steve's reporting of the Matt and Rachel situation, them seeing each other now doesn't change any of my thoughts in our conversation no. initially about the reality Steve um, reporting because I still will, would stand regardless of if they ended up getting married tomorrow. If everything came out that real like or uh, everything came out, let's just say Matt was even less hooking up with Greg, all of this stuff. I still stand by the fact that it's like Matt is a was a single man. He is apparently now maybe he's not, but he was a single guy. He was having different conversations. Was he maybe doing some like shysty behavior that was like, uh, maybe. But the re- the level of reporting, the level of like exposure, having Grace on the live, all that, that's going to be a no for me. And I'm going to stand by that, that that's a no for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. And again, I'm just at the point too where I'm like, all right, let these two be. Let's just let them do their thing have their own relationship in their life the same way I feel about... Or lack about, thereof. <laughs> or lack thereof, the same way I feel about Dale and Claire. Just let these two be. Let these two go through their with ups peace and, and downs. Love, with, I don't give a fuck. With, with peace and love, I'm a little bit like, hey, everybody, let's just let them be and let them figure out their relationship and not be... But it is so fucking annoying, I have to say. Like, what... Ugh. I hate with these like little clues and you see them, but they're both in the same place with Claire. You see her on her story with flashing the engagement ring. I'm just like, oh my God, quit dragging everyone on. Are you together or aren't you? I feel that way both about Matt and Rachel and Claire and Dale. I'm like, just come on. You guys aren't that important. Yes, I know you have millions of followers, but you're not that important. The, The difference though, I think is I think Matt and Rachel genuinely are trying to keep things under wraps as they process and i think dale and claire know how the instagram works they know how those reels hit and they know that when they tease that shit along along like we've seen that dale knows how to instagram (laughs) <laughs> like Dale knows what he's doing and I feel like they're just taking look at his you know they're 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 they know what's going on they know that when they do those little the so ring teases funny. and like she takes a photo of his feet and he takes a photo of her food oh and like they they like God, drop bro. they drop the breadcrumbs that they're like giving the people giving the people a little bit of like a ooh and like they're there's gonna have a headline I don't feel that way for I Matt can't. and I don't feel that way for Matt and Rachel I feel like they're just genuinely probably trying probably to like right. stay low key maybe she might want to come out and be like we're together um but yeah. it seems like at least on his end that he's not wanting to um that he no longer is wanting to be part of bachelor nation I think yeah. that's what we're getting. I think that's what we're getting loud and clear from him. I think he didn't like probably the uh, being on the show. I think he didn't like how when the show was airing. I think he's probably not liking the headlines about him post the show. Uh, uh. Um, and I think he's just wanting to get into the TikTok houses now and just live his life in peace in like the hype house. <laughs> and maybe he'll be dating Rachel there. Uh, which, by the way. Matt did post the other day that he was outside of the hype house uh, leading a Bible study. So Matt is bringing Jesus I, to the TikTok I boys. I hate that so much. This doesn't come from any like Christian hate at all. I just hate that sentence. Like Matt James was outside <laughs> of the hype house, like leading a Bible study. Like I just, I just really 
I really, uh, I, I'm triggered. And for that reason, I think that he should no longer host Bible studies at the Hype House because I'm triggered about it. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just so ridiculous to me. I'm like, are you chasing clout? Or like, are you focusing on your community? Like, what the fuck are you doing? I don't, I don't know. Matt is, <laughs> Matt is an interesting character to me. Matt James is hanging out with like TikTok crew but then he's also hanging out with some of these UFC fighters. Uh, oh, yeah. And then he's also hanging out with like, it looks like the five sauce guys, the five seconds of summer guys and their girlfriends who aren't in the TikTok crew. Like he's he's just going all over the place. So then he's visiting the skate parks. Matt James is just, he's traveling the LA. He's hitting the LA pavement. Yeah. Mm, interesting. But interesting. anywho. I am uh, just doing some quick Googling. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, interesting. Okay, but anyway. but I mean that's those are my thoughts on that. Honestly, I I, I was like getting the five I said, seconds of summer confused with the click five for a second. Click Same, five, but no, different. Definitely not. <laughs> Shout out to the five sauce guys. Those they are really really awesome people. Isn't the click five like? Aren't they both like pop punk? Yeah, the, I think the difference is the Click 5. Oh, gosh. What if there's, like, Click 5 stands who listen to this? I think they were, like, a lot smaller and, like, short-lived. And 5 Sauce, like, is quite a bit bigger and has remained. Why are you saying 5 Sauce? Because that's what everyone calls them. 5 Seconds of Summer. They call they go by F-S-O-S. 5 Sauce. Oh, listen, I'm, I, I'm hip. That, I'm with I'm the kids. Triggered. I'm with the kids. I'm with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the Click Five? I'm getting confused with something. There's a lot of bands with the name Five. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, I like Five wow, Sauce I music. I, <laughs> I shout out to their recent album. Uh, it's they actually... are still together. Yes. Mm. Yeah, they had a huge song last year, like a huge song. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Their most their most recent album kind of has some like major '90s inspo. I I I ride hard in my car to uh some of those some of those tracks. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, this just takes me back to like my junior high days when I would like listen to what are some what were some of these? I don't actually remember any of these songs. Did you ever listen but, to Plus uh, One? Listen to what? Plus One. Uh, what is this? Yeah, I'm sure I did. Plus one was the Christian in sync. They came around a few a few years after the boy bands were starting to pop. That off. was a little before my time. Okay. I didn't really listen to like see. So I was like nine when they disbanded. So okay, I know, was I as a Christian girl who was not allowed via my parents to listen to Backstreet Boys and NSYNC when Plus One hit the charts, and I was listening in like you know the the CD Sunshine Christian Bookstore shout out, and I was listening, and I I heard those I heard that you are my soul tattoo. Oh, that's I, so sick. That was that was the shit. <laughs> Yeah, I was a little too young for that stuff because like the whole that I feel like if I was just like a couple years older, it might be different. But I was more into it when I was in junior high, which was in junior high. I was like that was like 2006, 2007. So then I was really into what I would listen to at the Christian CD bookstore. Shout out Berean. No, was it Berean? 
don't remember what it was called. Anyway, uh, I listened to Reliant K, mm-hmm. Sanctus Real, which I still love. Those are actually good bands. Both of those bands are good. Oh, some of those old Christian bands like still objectively slap. F- they fucking slap. good. Yeah. Um, trying to remember what was the one Hawk Nelson. <laughs> oh, <laughs> remember going yeah. to a Hawk Nelson concert. Anyway, okay. Uh, what do we want to talk about before? What are what are the oh, what are okay. what other things we want to talk about? I do have to. You had to pick up Ember. I have to get out of here eventually so that Ruth can take a nap sometime in yes. the next like fifteen minutes. So sounds what great. Are, what are, what, are, what are the last things we want to talk about? Well, here's here's a quick wrap. Uh, I would like to say that the news has hit that Bennett came out and said that he has specifically asked Pilot Pete's permission oh my gosh, to stop. date or to to start to pursue Kelly. Now, the article that I read was so. <sighs> It's the most Bennett shit I've ever read where it's him approaching Pete and being like, you have a lovely, you have a lovely ex lady, ex lover. And I would like to uh, make sure that it is okay with you that I let her know of my affinity for her. And uh, pilot Pete basically was kind of like, yeah, she's a good girl. Like, you know, she's, she's her own person. Like, you know, go for it, whatever. But like, there's no news. It's not like, oh, and then the report followed that Bennett then told these reporters, Kelly and I are seeing each other. So it's not like he's announcing. So is this that- a joke? Like, is this an ongoing joke? That's what I don't understand. Like, I think he's genuinely trying to pursue her, but like nothing's happening. To the do you point- think he's just like blowing up her DMs where it's just like one sided? Like, hey, queen. Hello, beautiful. How are you today? Just like boom, 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 I, boom. I would like to picture that because that's what is happening in my brain. Yes. Because yeah. all, all I know is that he's he is continuing to comment on like every single one of her posts. He is then when she'll post something, he's then doing the reciprocation of like, you know, using the <laughs> same song on his TikTok. The man is trying his damnedest to get his queen Kelly and I don't feel like she's reciprocating. It doesn't appear do that you, way. Do you feel like do you feel like she'll be on paradise and like they'll both be on paradise together? Yes. Honestly, like I would be really uncomfortable <laughs> if I were her. I would be so like I would be like, oh no, I don't want this to be part of my storyline on Paradise, and they're about to make it part of my a big part yes. of my storyline, and I I don't want this unless I'm really reading that would this give me wrong. Anxiety. Oh, I'd be so anxious unless I'm really reading this wrong, and she's actually Why? like she likes him or they're talking. It just doesn't seem like she's engaging. Like when he posts those things, she's not responding to his posts. But yet she follows him. Like it's very bizarre. Right. So maybe maybe she's just private and it's kind of like I'm keeping this and we're maybe chatting in the DMs, but I don't want to, you know, post about it or like whatever. I'm going to save it. Maybe she maybe it's a strategy. She's saving it for paradise. So people engage with it a lot. Who knows? But in my brain, she's not reciprocating. So, yes, I feel anxious thinking about the storyline that will be. Potentially Kelly walking Bennett's going to be the first guy on the sand in his in his full suit with his scarf and Kelly will show up like three days or like three episodes later and Bennett is going to lose his mind and she might not be into him and the anxiety is just going to be through the roof because he's going to pursue with every fiber of his being 
Like anytime she's talking to somebody, he's going to walk up with like a bouquet, a drink, some sort of Eiffel Tower fashioned in macaroons like just no. something where it's like how did he get this oh he, did he bring did he bring all these things in a suitcase <laughs> is he sending out producers to pick these up for him how is he getting all these gifts you know how he he did have a gift for noah you know he'll have a gift for kelly he will have brought gifts for kelly <laughs> a whole duffel bag i'm sure dedicated to her, his gifts for her i yes <laughs> But what if they fall in love? What is the other side of it? What if he brings out his picnic basket? He has fresh oysters. They're sitting and relaxing and they actually just vibe. If they fall in love, I feel like as much as he gives me the creeps, I will have no choice but to support. I We've seen that Kelly was always down to be in Pete's cringiest TikToks ever. Maybe she will love being in Bennett's even cringier TikToks. Like maybe this is just a match made in heaven. Mm. It hurts me. It's going to be like something that I, I don't want to watch, but I can't look away. Oh, and then I'll just have man. to support it because I'm just going to want to see more. Oh, <laughs> I'm in pain. Okay. Well, all right. um, other than, other than that, um, Kelly, or Kelly. Uh, other than that, Katie um, had a more another recent uh, a little oh promo. Oh my god! That again was was she was she was in a fancier dress at least this time. But again, the most low budge promo. Oh no, that was okay. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. No, that dress was not. That was like I don't know why they put her in that. I was getting like Charlotte Russe for prom vibes a little bit. Uh, or what's that one? Windsor. A Windsor prom dress, which I've gotten some great dresses from Windsor for prom. Uh, but it, me too. It, it hit me that way a little bit. But um, but why? You know, like, but why for but why? the promo with just the weird little like? Even she seemed bored of her own promo where she's flicking the roses. Like she looked whatever. so so bored. Now Dumois, who basically, I mean, Dumois posts what people send, so it's not like vetted. So. Again, take this with a very grain of salt. But Dumois posted something today saying that production didn't like Katie. And so that's why they're giving her like jack shit promo wise, which I don't know if that makes sense to me. Why would they cast her? They were saying Mm -hmm. like she was refusing to work with Chris Harrison and then she put out that tweet and so they're oh, wanting I can to actually back. like I can see that. And so they were saying that they're like they're trying to kind of just like be done with this a little bit. But then at the same time today, I also read an article that said they they wrapped filming a week early for for Katie because she was so like decisive and was very much like I'm taking this process seriously. I'm giving the guys I like roses. If I'm not into them, I'm cutting it. I actually so, just got chills for some reason. <laughs> right. So she I wrapped. Why I just got chills. Where I'm kind of like, oh shit! Like, is she gonna get? engaged it's gonna be like so a big they thing. so they like, wrapped a week early what? because it was like successful and she where did you read that um i think it was a us weekly hmm. 
I think it was on Bachelor Reality okay. or Bachelor Nation Scoop that I saw it. Um, okay. But so, yeah, so you're having these two kind of like one Dumois getting this message and again, not vetted, saying that like they yeah. are irritated with Katie because of the whole Chris Harrison. And then that girl put out that tweet right before she went on the show. God bless her and made her feelings known, supporting the other women, saying that she does not like condone what Chris Harrison said. She was, she, it was great. It was great. And that they weren't happy about it. And yeah, so I mean, then they that. And I can get that. But again, like I said, then this article, they, they wrap a week early because she, she killed it and she was very decisive, which if that's true, okay. that's super excited. I'm excited to watch a season with someone who is decisive because we have not seen that in the bachelor this uh, in recent days. um this demois post also or message also says now they're finding that everyone has a problem with chris turning as host and they may never be able to bring him back because no one wants him there multiple contestants and leads have expressed they do not want him there for bachelor in paradise and michelle's season of the bachelorette now the high-powered attorney he hired makes sense chris harrison will never be back as host of any show for the franchise Okay, I mean, who fucking knows who, who knows? this person is in the That's DMs? That's what I'm saying. It's not. It's not. It's but, not vetted. Oh my god, T. If so, if so, big T. If so, big T. Um, and also, if the fact that they wrapped a week early for Katie, big T. What is this season gonna look like? Is this gonna be her cutting guys left and right, and like her being I can't super remember. decisive? Where is it? Being New filmed? Mexico. New Mexico. I love that. Okay. okay. I know. We're going to get yeah, like I mean, Santa I'm Fe vibes. I'm guessing filming is also just like shorter just because of not traveling, like much shorter. Yeah. I don't know. All I know is that that specific article said that they were, they filmed, they wrapped a week early because of the way that Katie was knocking it out. All right. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll right. see. I'm excited. <laughs> um, so broads, um, there's obviously more Bachelor Nation news going on. Um, but you know, Becca's gotta gotta be mama. And uh but we wanted to we wanted to talk for a minute because we have an episode coming out on Tuesday, I believe, uh, this next week. And Becca and I wanted to share our experience for a moment because we got the opportunity to yesterday go to the home of LVP, Lisa Vanderpump, and record in Villa Rosa, her home. <laughs> what a <laughs> wild say, deal. Just, first of all, when we recorded uh, for her podcast, which we did first before recording ours, where we were seated outside, did you not feel like we were like Harry and Meghan being like interviewed by Oprah in that like in that veranda thing? The way the wind was hitting the like her like hanging curtains and her hanging plants gently kind of whipping around. I was like, this is 1000%. Like, what is going on? Like, yes, I am. Didn't it feel like that? We were in this little ver- outdoor veranda thing. Also, plant, beautiful plants. When you were walking through her home, when we were sitting there, first of all, and then when we were in other spots in the backyard and in her kitchen and then in her living room. I was literally having specific memories of scenes from the Real Housewives. I was like, <laughs> she, Ken yelled at Kyle over there. Doreen yelled at LVP over there. Such and such threw a drink over there. I'm standing here. <laughs> you know, she, she, I was obsessed with her and love her now. Can we, she I was like, like, 
I can't say enough good things about LVP. Yeah, I mean, the only thing about her is just like, you know, she's older. And so like there's some things where she says where you're just like, okay, you know, with your mom or your grandma where you're like, all right, this is not. But that's how it is when you're like in your 60s. You know, I'm sure sure when I'm in my 60s, I will not be up to date with everything that's PC. It is what it is. Yes. No, we were talking about non-monogamy with her for a little bit. And she definitely had some traditional views about that. No, I mean, like, but she had some. I, I, I mean, honestly, like, I still think that the. That actually didn't bother me. She was she basically, you can listen to it specifically on her podcast, too. She was just like, don't, it'll change your relationship forever. And I also, like, don't think she, I don't know, with that, I was like, I don't necessarily, like, think she's wrong. Like, Yeah, no, I think totally. That, I think that, like, if you're trying to spend the rest of your life with someone and have a non-monogamous relationship, I think for a lot of people, it doesn't end up working out. I think, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think that means that it can't, but I do think sure. that like, yeah, sure. A lot of young people are like experience, experimenting with non-monogamy, but if you truly want to have a life partner and have it be non-monogamous, there's a lot of work and communication that has to go course, into it to make sure the course. relationship lasts. Of course. So I yeah. heard her with that, but anyway, uh, she, you know what? She was so like shockingly like down to earth yeah that's a little bit what threw me off i broads when we were okay so when we showed up first of all the house is just i mean like unbelievable like truly unbelievable and when we showed up like i thought maybe we were gonna be there for like an hour and a half like film a clip of a thing for hers and then record our podcast with her We ended up staying there for like six hours because in between filming certain things, LVP was like, come into my kitchen. Can I make you guys anything like here? Eat more chocolate. Let me make you tea. And like and it, she was just wanting to like hang and chat. And she was just she didn't have she doesn't have an assistant. No. And she has 17 businesses or like 150. (laughs) (laughs) But it was what I so appreciated about her is I'm like, you have literally a million things going on. And like after we wrapped, I'm wired in the way that like I'm like, okay, you guys have already been here for like five hours. Nice to see you. I got to go take care of all my 17 other businesses. And she was just like, so let me see photos of your family. What are your parents like? And I'm just like LVP. (laughs) She's so nice. Yeah, she she was lovely. well, you know, it's funny. I should have brought it up, I, but I wasn't sure if I was right or not. The show that she's a judge on, The Perfect Pooch or whatever show. Yeah. Funny enough, that is being produced, I believe, by two by Elon, who is former exec producer of The Bachelor. He no longer is with The Bachelor, but it's kind of interesting melding of the world. And I and and him and I believe also Bill, who was like my producer. I can't actually remember if that's true or not. But Elon actually messaged me after I posted about it and was like, "Isn't she like the best? Like the best?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she, he was like, "She went out of her way to like make sure she was just one of the judges on the show, and she went out of her way to make sure." everyone was super comfortable and like taken care of which is like really so rare in like this type of industry and like she's just basically like a really wonderful person yeah I was just a little bit like you know it's broads it's a little it's intimidating walking up to villa walking into Villa Rosa like it's intimidating you're like oh my god I don't know what the di- dynamic's gonna be um and I have worked with slash met other housewives specifically Beverly Hills housewives and not had such savory experiences um and she was just like the kindest person like dude I've 
yeah i've had a, i've had in, interactions or encounters with people with like a tenth of her fame who act <laughs> who act like they're just you know like don't talk to me please talk to my assistant like i don't you know i don't hand just very like Ugh, i'm too good for all of you mm-hmm. and you know she just doesn't have any of that and one thing another thing i liked about her is you can tell that like although she lives in extravagant life with enormous amounts of wealth you can all this is just my perception but it just seems like she truly doesn't care about like the money Mm -hmm. like it seems like she truly just loves developing projects and like making things and making successful things but you can tell like she's the type of person if everything got stripped from her like she would just be like all right where do we go next like let's keep moving let's keep living life she that woman is a business builder like big time she was talking to us about all her different projects and i'm like Lisa, if I, I'll be real, like if I had that money and I had worked as as fucking hard as she has for however many years that she has, I would be like time to kick back and gel. And if you hear about what that woman did during like the COVID times, like she started like 17 new businesses. She she was doing cameos every five seconds for nonprofits like the woman would just just like she was a machine. She's a machine. Um Yeah. But she also has balance and like I really liked some of the stuff that she's going to you'll listen to her share on the episode about like she still like prioritizes her family and it seems like her personal well-being like she said she's never had any problems saying no and Mm -hmm. I I just found her very like inspiring. She is is a kind of a weird word to use but I was not thinking that I was going to leave Villa Rosa and be like I was very inspired by Lisa Vanderpump and I felt and slash I felt very welcomed and seen by Lisa Vanderpump and she was all those things I was I was absolutely shocked like I knew I was gonna be like oh my god it's LVP I'm she's one of my favorite housewives ever um yeah but yeah I was I you was, wouldn't expect someone with an eight-foot photo of themselves in their guest bathroom to be so humble <laughs> And that is the type of energy that I live for. And that's uh-huh. and that's what I loved about the about the LVP is it's like I got a giant, giant portraits. I got giant paintings of myself, but yet I am kind and humble while also enjoying this self-worship. We love to see the balance. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah, but so I think it, I think everyone will have fun with the episode. And it was, was all in all obsessed. It was so much fun. And I definitely feel like and the broads are going to have to like let us know. But I will tell you something. So our episode with with her on her podcast is a little more unhinged and crazy. And then we are get into some like serious conversations with uh, Lisa in our episode that's going to be coming out on Chatty Broads. I felt like Lisa... Like you, you were to Lisa, like her potential new Brandy. Oh, I don't know who, I don't know what that means. In the sense of like, you know, Brandy came into the housewives and she was like, she'd say anything and she was the wild one and she was like the hot young one. And I was getting that energy where I was like, oh, Lisa's going to want to like bring Becca under her wing <laughs> and have her become that new person. I was getting that, but those vibes big time. I'm like, obviously LVP and she talks about it on our episode. She is not getting near Real Housewives with a 10 foot pole. She did not have a good experience. Um has strong feelings about that but if she was 
still on 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 Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I was like, I had I was getting vibes that I was like, I think Becca was gonna be getting a call. Like I think that was gonna be coming. Only thing. I was single, I would be on fucking Vanderpump if if only I <laughs> yeah. wanted to work in a restaurant again, which That's the thing, that you have to nightmare. do that. Yeah. Um oh. hate that, but <laughs> I mean I would do it. It, I am not going to lie, Jess. I'm not going to lie. After yesterday, I was like going through my text with Heather Debro, and I was just like, do I contact the casting person now? Because then people were sending me stuff on Reddit of people being like, I know they've talked about this before, but like I would love to see Becca on Real Housewives of Orange County going toe to toe with like Vicky and Kelly. Becca, and it's all I, I and it I made know, me feel alive again. And listen, like, I don't want you know, I, I, I want this to never be where you feel any sort of pressure. And I want you, and I know like where you feel comfort levels. But I just also need you to know that it would be the joy of my life and soul to watch you go toe to toe with the Orange County Housewives. Like just, I know, what, I know what would happen in the Beverly Hills. Hills. If you were on Real Houses of Beverly Hills, let's just say you kind of moved in that direction and you were to be on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, uh, they would talk some shit about you behind your back because they'd be like, why does she have hair and da 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 But at the same time, they're trying to be like, you know, well, again, like Lisa was like, it's very European of you. Like, it would be more like, well, she's... It's kind of like, oh, sh- it's unique, it's chic, whatever. They would be <laughs> jealous of your youth, but they would also be probably wanting to hook their hook their uh their selves onto you and be like she's mm-hmm. the young one she has her finger more on the pulse like mm-hmm. we appreciate that she's different like they would be i don't think there'd be I'd so be teaching much them all to do their ads you know lisa yes. was like how do i do ads you know like, i'd be yeah. like don't worry ladies i've yeah. got you lisa renner would be like oh my god you remind me of when, when my daughter da, 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 da. and she'd like it would be yeah. more like it would be more like daughter energy and with Rena you would be like getting we'd be like yeah. getting drunk together we'd all be like vibing yes i feel like there'd be more mother like they'd be more like oh she reminds uh-huh. me of our daughter she's keeping us young and it wouldn't be now drama orange county now you in orange county they now, would seek to destroy me. Now you and, it would and be Orange County. Amazing. It would be everything. They would not know how to handle you. They would be like, who? Ha-? They would be so. You would, you would, you would be there in conversations when they are saying things that you're like, that is so not okay to say. And that is so like, do you not understand the systemic racism of racism of da da da? And you'd be like going like you'd have your moments of like education and they would be freaking the fuck out. But you know what I envisioned yesterday? Like I envisioned like them yelling at someone yelling at me. I don't even know who I envisioned like a couple people yelling at me. And I imagined myself just just laughing, just being oh. like, <laughs> And just like, <gasps> like, oh. oh, I'm just, I'm literally just picturing like you, I see, I see you now. Like I literally, I see it. You're in your little, like you're in your yoga gear. You've just finished mm-hmm. climbing and you're meeting them on a trail because one, a couple mm. of them wanted to confront mm. you about something. So you guys are doing a trail walk. I love that. And you, you walk up and they just start coming at you. For shit, and I'm picturing you with like your water bottle, just like listening, and they're just yelling at you, at you, and you're just like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. And then, and then, as they're yelling at you, you're just like, so, are you? Do you feel better now? <laughs> do you feel better? <laughs> okay. Um. Great talk. Uh. 
disagree with everything you say fundamentally. <laughs> and I'm I'm really running late to go pick up my kids. So see you at the quiet woman next week. I'm sure you guys have like another 45 minutes to hang out. Cause I'm sure like one of your three nannies will be like taking care of your kids. But you know, like I've, I'm going to go spend time with my family. Um, why don't you go get some more Botox? And then I'll say some shit like that. Like, I know I would be saying something that was just, I know I would be saying things that are like ageist and like probably like shaming about like filler and stuff like that. I, I definitely would go there and people would be like, Becca, this is not okay. But I wouldn't give a fuck and it would just be be wild and it would be be like, I have to, you'd be like, I have to, because these women, they're going to see you and you will be, you would walk in and you would be a target because they would be like, you are everything that the women in Orange County housewives are the opposite of. Mm. Mm. And it would be Mm. golden. Mm. And I would just be coming in with low blows and I'd be like, yeah, I may live in a 1200 square foot house, but like, I'm actually not in any debt. I'm like, oh, I read it in Business Insider <laughs> the other day about like your husband potentially going bankrupt. That's, that's rough for you. You're just like you the know? shadiest Ugh. one ever, but you're like always super calm when they're all, all <laughs> screaming about stuff. All the I, idea just mm, tickles me, but. All, all I picture, all I picture is your, your interviews your interviews would be 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. And then you at the now reunion, the- you at the reunion showing up and we're all gagged and you're wearing some like dress with like a crazy train. And by the way, I would demand that you wear the most like fully, a fully see-through, like mm, yes, okay. The, okay. the most yes. sexy see-through, like they're you could expecting. Style me for the reunion, yeah. And it would be just so like jaw-dropping sexy. And, and mm. again- leaving nothing to the imagination and they're all mm-hmm. just like oh my god and their trailer's like oh my god did you see how she, the way she looks like she's gonna show up like that is so inappropriate da, 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 da. and you're just I like, want them all to think that I'm sleeping with their husband <laughs> and I and I won't be doing that at all but I want them to think that and kind of my thought too is last thing on this Jess, when I told Grayson about this like a few months ago and he was basically like, oh, like how is real, what is, how is real housewives work? Like, oh, do the husbands ever get involved? You know? And I was like, oh yeah, they do. And you better believe Gray's eyes just lit up. Can you imagine how batshit crazy he would go? (laughs) Like, forget me. Like, Grayston would be... 100% 100% unhinged. Oh, like unhinged. Hey, I'm I'm I I see whenever they have like the holiday parties and all the husbands are there, I'm picturing Grayston like going off on one of the guys. Oh my I, god. I actually I actually picture him getting along with the husbands. I, I picture oh, him So then him him going kind of insane on the housewives. <laughs> Like I so so he is like the guy that like all the husbands are like, oh dude, and they they can actually like dump their real feelings about how yes. they feel in their marriage or about the and filming. they golf together. Gray loves they golfing, golf. you know. He'll take them rock climbing, you know. They'll oh. drink beer together. Play so Gray, pool. Gray will be the cool husband that they're all like they're all obsessed with. They all kind of are like like oh my god, did you did you wait? What did Gray say about that? Like wait, is Gray gonna go? Like and he'll be that guy. <laughs> But then he will go off on the housewives. Oh my gosh. I just, I'm picturing. 
him and Kelly. <sighs> I'm picturing him and Kelly screaming at each other. Screaming at each other. Screaming. Yeah, because Gray can't hold back when he gets a set. You know, he can't keep it together. So it would just be just, <sighs> you know, having, yeah, v- blood vessels popping in his face, screaming at, yeah, Kelly, definitely, Kelly. It's, it. Because she would come at him. She would be like, your little whore girlfriend. Yes, you know how she, Kelly is. She literally, she would, there'd be a whole, the whole group of guys would be standing there and Kelly would shove her hand through and shove <laughs> the other guys and pull, and she would push her finger into Gray's chest First time meeting him, your whore girlfriend is out here slutting it up around the streets, jamming her finger into his chest, his drinks flying everywhere. He hasn't even met her. Hasn't even met her. Oh my God. It's so real. I feel it in my bones. She takes her, her drink, throws it in his face, and he's just wiping his eyes. The best part will be that like I'll be friends with Jolie, her daughter, you know, like and I'll and I'll yes. be like I'll be taking her under my wing, which will just like make Kelly uh, implode. Yes. Um. Anyway, I actually <laughs> already have our I've already started commenting under Kelly's photo sometimes like, you know how she'll she'll like on her Instagram. She's so crazy. She'll like screenshot Wait, tabloid be, stuff. And you've yeah, been commenting like, on Kelly Dodd's stuff. photos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but she like delete. Okay, so what she does, she's oh my god, I can't with her. She'll like screenshot like a tabloid thing like about someone she hates, like Bronwyn, and then she'll just be like, "Can you believe?" Like sounds about right, and she'll like post that as a hard post on her Instagram. She makes that a hard post. Oh yes, a hard post, but she'll delete it later. But she like she does shit like that all the time. If you follow her on Instagram, you'll start seeing. I mean, it's not airing right now, but like during the reunion and stuff, she was like screenshotting stuff and just being like. And I was I was commenting shit under it. I'd be like, "This is embarrassing," and like stuff like that, commenting under it. But you can't go back and see it because she's deleted You're the post. You're trying to now, start but... a war already. Like begin yeah, that she war. She doesn't even know who I am. You know, if you ever go on you, if you ever go on Real Housewives of Orange <sighs> County, that has to be like. And I know you've begun the strategy. I am just I am hitting it home. That has to be part of the strategy. That there is a war before you've even set foot, set foot in their territory that you and Kelly Dodd already hate each other. There is already a war, even though you've never met. It has she'll be like to. She'll be like, wait, is that the little cunt that's been commenting <laughs> under my Instagram that's, photos? That is literally going to be her exact verbiage. She's one that, <laughs> that is, you can take that. And, and I, can't, I can't wait till she says that and we can replay this moment because that's exactly what she's going to say. Oh my God. Did you also see, like, I was Googling about Orange County tea, like, the other night. Sh- people have been saying, like, oh, is she going to get. Okay, this is the crazy thing. They haven't even started. This is why I'm like, damn, should I reach out? They haven't started filming season 16. They haven't even cast for season 16 yet. And when I was Googling it, um, it was like Kelly Dodd was like, you know, there's been. Because people are like, oh, is she going to get cast again? And they're like, oh. You know, she's like, there's been rumors for the past five years that, you know, I've been getting going to get kicked off looking forward to my sixth season. And then Andy Cohen, when asked about it, it was like, actually, no, Andy Cohen was like, actually, no, like no one's been cast yet. Like, we want to make sure that we really get this cast right. And since (gasps) Salt Lake City blew up, like we're taking time to like, we'll be taking our time that we're no rush to start filming season 16 of Orange County. We want to make sure we get the cast right. Okay. Take this as a sign from the Lord. Okay. This yeah, is, I know. This I kind is, of am. This is God. You walked into the house of LVP yesterday. This is the fates are coming together. This is God reaching 
their hand out to you. Heather loves me. Lisa loves loves me. Lisa loves you. I've already met Shannon and Vicky and Tamara. I know you don't know Bronwyn, but she publicly said, told you to reach out to be on the show. Wait, who who did you say from Beverly Hills? What's her name again that you were talking about? The young one. What was her name? Dory. That you were talking about. No, no, no. The one you were talking about with Lisa earlier. You brought her up. She's not on the show anymore. You were like, oh, you'd be oh, like Brandy. Lisa's. Brandy. I played poker with Brandy for a live show. I and mingled we, with like actually a lot and of we housewives. We were supposed to go enough. on Brandy's podcast before the uh, the COVID times hit. That was like ah. in in the works. That was in the works. Yeah. So, yeah, Brandy and I hung out in the green room, played some poker together. I mean, Becca, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how much clear God can make it for you, but you're just not listening. (laughs) But I don't live in Orange County and I don't think I'm wealthy enough. I think you're fine. I think you're fine. There's been recent people on the show that I feel like I don't think that they're in Orange County. I don't think you need to be. Well, first of all, living in Orange County is just everyone has to have money because it's so expensive. But it's not like... um, it's not like Beverly Hills where you have to be like a multimillionaire right. and you have to be right, like, true. like the wildly wealthy. Orange County, I feel like they've had people recently on who are super wealthy and then people who like have like maybe what the median median income would be in Orange County. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Yeah, and I mean, there have and been you're a coming couple in, Orange and, County people who have gone bankrupt, like yeah. you're saying. And you're coming in, you'd be coming in with already like you'd you'd already have you'd have the fame you have the instagram followers so it's like it's not like you're coming in and you're like i nobody knows who i am yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna get so this weekend we're gonna see gray's uh parent we're having dinner with gray's parents and with some of their friends who are like big hollywood people so i'm gonna have them coach me on crafting the perfect email to the casting director because Jim was all about it when I told him about it. He was just like, yes, yes, this is perfect. Here's what you need to say. I just, what I what I want selfishly is I want to watch my, my bestie on this show and then have a podcast where we can then talk about it afterwards. Although I don't know if we can, because like, you know, what Bronwyn was saying is like they don't let cast members talk on. I don't know if we can. They not going on other podcasts, but not if you have um, your own. Ding. Not if you have your own. And that that would say, be if I were say you. Bye to Bachelor Recaps. <laughs> sorry, <hello>. Bachelor Housewives. <laughs> but listen, but listen. Yeah, people have been saying, like, how can you keep doing Bachelor Recaps with all this shit going on and how they maybe maybe we're not. Maybe we start to do <laughs> Real Housewives <laughs> recaps now. Um, but Listen, I say, you know, I know I know you haven't crafted the text yet, but I say I'm already moving forward here. When you're signing the contract, part of your the stipulation in your contract is someone coming in who that already is Instagram famous that you need to be able to discuss certain things on the podcast. I like that. That's actually quite good. That's quite good. That's a good idea. I like that. And then also it's like Plus I it's mean, cross promotion for their show. Yes. It's like, come on. Come on. People okay. are going to tune. Mm-hmm. You'll have more li- more viewers tune in if Becca's teasing something about the ne- the upcoming episode that she's anxious sure. about or a fight that happened, something like For that, sure. or a Love lawsuit that. that's going down. 
Hmm. This is going to be, this is good. This is good. Also, I mean, Huntington Beach is only like 10 minutes south. If anything, we rent out this house. We we rent an apartment there in Huntington Beach. Sure. You know, up, sure. You know, uproot my family. You know what? Just do what we need Listen, to do. Listen, I will <laughs> offer, you know what? I've, I, I got it. I'll just, ha- I'll kick my mom out of her own home for like Boom. nine months. Boom. It, it, easy as that. She can go live with her boyfriend for nine months. He lives relatively close by. Straight up. Boom. And, we'll pay and her. Then we'll rent the place from her. Just rent the, rent her spot. Easy Straight up, that. though. Her her spot actually is like the perfect kind of like look and vibe and everything for that. Mm-hmm. Really mm-hmm. is. I like that. Talk to uh, talk to Sylvia about it. Let her let me know her thoughts. And I'll, uh, I'll ask Sylv. We'll see how, how it is. You know what? You know? <laughs> yeah i'll just say we have like a vacation a family home we have like a family home in uh oh that's a perfect way to put it you don't have to say it's your family family's home, home. No. it's <laughs> a family's home we have a family's home in uh in south orange county <laughs> love that perfect yeah. <laughs> also like yeah, okay, whatever. We could go on and on about this shit. Uh, but well, prepare, trust and believe, Broads. Prepare yourselves for the fact that we will be continuing <laughs> to because this is my life goal and pursuit to get Becca on this show. Okay. 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 And we have and to if, find out. If, we have to find someone for the Broads to bombard, by the way, about Well, this. the Broads already bombarded Bronwyn and the Broads delivered know, hardcore. But and Bronwyn then. You know. Yeah, it's true. We have to find the right person, the right casting director to send it to. Yeah, now let me see if I can find her Instagram. Let's the see. casting director's Instagram? Yes. Didn't Bronwyn send you someone who does casting? Yeah, and I did DM him, but he didn't get back to me. So Well, maybe Heather that's who sent. The... Oh, Heather sent you someone then. Okay. Yeah, Heather sent me someone because I reached out to that guy via DM, didn't hear back from him, and then, you know, Bronwyn well, was ex- tagging him. and That's extremely rude. Such. Yeah. Well, it doesn't look like this lady uses Instagram because the last time she posted was in 2019, but dawn. So anyway. All right. Well, broads, hope you enjoyed this episode. It was it was a little chaotic, but we love to live in the chaos. We're here, like we said, we are your we are the black hole of uh, of Bachelor Nation <laughs> podcasts, and uh, you know it is what it is. And we hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't checked out uh, Tuesday's episode with Jade and Jenna, please do. And thank you so much, Broads, for all the positive, kind words and feedback. Also, yes. thank you so much for loving up on Jade and Jenna. Have messaged them, and they're feeling like very, very supported. And mm-hmm. it just makes me feel so grateful to have a broad squad and a group of listeners who extend themselves so graciously to women like Jade and Jenna who are so vulnerable and willing to come on the podcast. So thank you so much for that. Um, And yeah, we'll chat soon. Chat soon, broads. 